Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Uh Jackson, uh, first off, this is Balloon Party. I want to bring you up to speed. It's uh, driven by Munganas, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton Toyota. Presenting sponsor. Man, you're kind of, look at that gesture. Look at your neck. It's like Merton Hanks after an interception. I really like this beat. Today is a day where the show needs to be at least seven hours. I, I would think at the very least. We have so much to get to. I'm practicing my Jim Rome pauses. They're getting good. So much to get to. I don't even know what the lead is because we have so many wonderful options. But I'm going to give you a list. Number one. And I want to lift the spirits of the 101 ESPN audience. And Jackson, there's only one way I think I can do that. Yesterday, I signed an extension to keep Balloon Party going through 2024. Thank you for your support. Without you, I'm talking to you. Without you, it wouldn't have been possible for me to do three years of one-hour midday radio. That's right. Thank you. Fireworks. Look at that. Fireworks. uh, Applause lines. We have an orchestra coming. There they come. Yeah. Here come the Rockettes. Mike Ryder's jumping up and down in the in the back room. There he yeah. is. Yeah. He's fired up. The whole the whole station, honestly. Yeah. I've never buzz. seen a line of a people buzz. outside of the 101 studios like right now. So that hopefully will balance the news I'm about to give the people. Piddles will not be in tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday. He will be in Las Vegas. Yep. On the station dime, by the way. Yeah. The people in Las Vegas want Piddles. Therefore, Piddles will be in Las Vegas for the next four days. Yeah. You know, I I took a a brief, I'm sorry, I took a very long look into my emotional inventory. Mm. And Mm. I started to look outward and see what the people wanted. And it seemed to me that the people wanted Piddles to take this whole song and dance on the road, baby. And you are heading to Circa in Las Vegas. Yep, Circa Sports. Now you're doing TMA from there. Why not do Balloon Party from there? Uh, Matt Rocchio needs a a more of an opportunity to spread his wings. Uh, I think he is a super talented. I've done Balloon Party from the road. Yeah, and you certainly have. Um, I can't deny that. This is a good baseline behavior for those of you who ever want to pick up a Rio and Jackson. Freeze this. Create a gift. Listen, Rocchio is super talented, and I wouldn't want to take the opportunity away from him by overstepping. Because mm. I mm. feel like if I were to do Balloon Party on the road, it'd be really like... Yeah, well, Rocchio can run the board, so he still gets the opportunity, and then you can... <laughs> see? So it's such a great, such a great idea. I just... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if I have the bandwidth. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. The it's, bandwidth. Like, it's like corporate jargon for is, I don't want to do. Is. I don't want to do this, and yeah. I'm going to use a big word. I couldn't agree more. I like when somebody 
calls that out. Yeah. Buzzword, corporate buzzwords. Yeah, like I'll circle back to it means like I don't want to deal with this and I'll talk to you Monday. And I don't have the bandwidth means you're asking me to do one too many things here. So a little answer key for so you. So doing one hour from Las Vegas is beyond your bandwidth capabilities. Is that what you're telling yeah, the people who have allowed this show now to have three years of glory? Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't have the bandwidth right now, but I'll circle back to you. We'll circle back on this topic um once I get a better idea of the inventory I have. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um you're gonna wanna talk to this person, this person X, which means I'm foisting this problem onto somebody else, and uh, uh, they'll get to me. Uh, could he stay there and not come back? That's from the six one eight. I guess if something goes poorly, I could like be incarcerated, or you could, or you could have a huge score. Yeah, I'm actually, you know, if the Las Vegas Aces need an equipment manager, you would leave this program in TMA to go be a WNBA equipment manager. Is that what you're saying? Las Vegas Aces. Is that right? manager, Kelsey Plum and Asia Wilson, uh, the two people I respect very much in their craft, and I would love to be a part of what they're doing over there in Vegas. So yeah, if that if they float that opportunity, I would so have to consider. I'd have to consider. So Rocky will have enough bandwidth to do the opening drive and this program? This is a program that requires a lot of bandwidth. Yeah, uh, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, I guess. Uh, but I'm just saying if they float that out there or if, you know, Adam Silver approaches me and says, hey, we're starting up a, a franchise team. and you could be the director of basketball operations. No, no, no. I'm like, they, they, need, a po- they need a point guard. Oh, then I could step in and be Is that right. Live my dream of becoming a professional basketball player. Uh, this could be directed at either one of us. Holy S. Have I been listening to this douche for three years? What is wrong with my life? That's from the 618. Not yet. It's going to be two years come January. That's right. And then three years come January 2025. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So that, but there, there will be, there will be on our third year, just like you're born. You don't, you're not one when you come out of the, the womb. That's great. That's great knowledge. This, yeah. this really is like NPR. Right. And, and fittingly, we are giving away shine down tickets today for the best text. Yeah. And now you can celebrate. Yes. It is. Celebrate all of this news. Now there's good news. Of course, I signed the extension. The bad news is you don't have the bandwidth to do the show from Las Vegas, even though you will do three hours of TMA. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so it's a finite amount of bandwidth. Now, for the text of the day, because we just signed this extension, I was thinking maybe favorite balloon party memory and whatever you know really oh gets me in a good place could win. So like, send in your favorite <laughs> Piddles moment or your favorite show. Like, yeah, I think that's great. I wish I could have captured it on uh, video yesterday when I was out in the hallway talking about something. And I guess because just of a, what I call a height problem that I'm battling through. Right. I'm vertically challenged. Thank you. That's what I like to say. Otherwise, I try to get people canceled if they say something about being short. Uh, I was talking to you in the hallway and I have to like look up like I'm trying to see an eclipse. <laughs> and Jamie Rivers comes walking down the hallway. That's Jamie Rivers music. It was. It was playing loud. And he goes, what are you doing? Are you yelling at him? And it just, I guess it looks like I'm yelling at somebody. Like I'm little Danny Snyder and I'm unhappy with Carson Wentz. And he kind of, and I said, no, you know what? I'm in the mood to scrap. And he just, he didn't miss a beat. And he goes, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) And he just kept walking. Yeah. He was, you know what? That's a good read on his part. He was unfazed by the the threat. No, he just kept 
kept it's walking. Completely unfazed, which I thought was wrong. Yeah. I thought it was wrong. It was Sorkin-esque timing is what I told him. It was very good. Uh, so we're giving away these tickets. 101 ESPN is your chance to win a pair of lawn tickets to see Shinedown with special guest Papa Roach next Sunday night, September 3rd at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Text in to score free tickets to Shinedown now at 314-399-9646. You can also find a bonus chance at winning free tickets for the show right now on the 101 mobile app. Get all the details at 101ESPN.com on today's program, which really is a celebration. August 22, 2023, the celebration show. This is, yeah, this is the celebration. Uh, So far, just doing a uh, quick uh, straw poll to text. The consensus favorite moment is when I'm off the show, and that's not what I'm looking for. If you're trying to win the tickets, I don't want those texts. <laughs> there it is. So if uh, you want to win the tickets, Jackson has given you an idea of what he's looking for. Uh, Taylor Twelman will be with us coming up at 1035. That's brought to you by Together Credit Union, and we have the Angry Beaver Little Piddles half and half today. That is coming your way as well. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson. It's the celebration edition of Balloon Party by Mungan S. St. Louis Accurate Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Let's experience the best of both worlds. It's time again for Little Piddles Half and Half. Presented by the Angry Beaver. A couple of blocks south of Bush Stadium. Mention Piddles for $5 off any pizza. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you here. Little Piddles, Angry Beaver, half and half coming your way in this segment. Taylor Twelman in the next segment. Just a, let me ask a, just a general, this is just a little Gallup poll, Jackson. People text in often on the program, and we're grateful for that. I like the feedback. Your interest level in City Now, as we are approaching, uh, I guess, their sixth month of uh, playing, correct, March? Yep. Okay. Versus the start of the year. And I would imagine, and, and, and however you would describe that, maybe you're not interested at all. Maybe you're more interested. Maybe you find yourself going, I didn't think I'd be interested, but holy crap, it's fun to watch. I don't really care about the game, but the atmosphere looks sick. Whatever. Whatever your answer is, any answer is good. I would imagine that the answer for a lot of people will be, I'm more interested now. And I think that is, of course, the the performance, the surprise performance of the team. But then also people seeing, man, that's a hell of an atmosphere to go and be a part of. And I think the messy thing recently, even though St. Louis didn't get a chance to see that, that that's bringing more attention to MLS. So just in general, what is your compare and contrast when they played Austin for their very first yeah. game on the road, and now this played Austin at home? Yeah. How, what your level of interest is? And there's no wrong answer. I don't. I couldn't care any less what your answer is. I just want to get a gauge of the people. So Taylor Twelman, Together Credit Union, presents them every Tuesday here on Balloon Party. Jackson, let's start off with question number one uh, here on the Little Piddles Half and Half presented by Angry Beaver. I got a little uh, Cardinal question, actually. Okay, what fun game last night? <laughs> It's a big picture Cardinal question. When looking toward the end of this chapter in the Cardinal story, how seriously do you think the front office and ownership will take this season? We have talked before on how the organization views certain years or players' stretches of performances as the norm as opposed to outliers. So do you think they'll view this as an outlier or a failure to put a winning baseball team together? How much do you think the lack of attendance for the final few weeks of the season will affect them? How about the impending Diamond Sports situation? Wow, wonderful. A lot of questions there. Let's go step by step. Let's start with question one and revisit it. 
So the, the question, the first question is, do you think that they'll view this like they view maybe Tyler O'Neill or Jack Flair these seasons or the 2011 or 2006 season as outliers or as the norm as outliers? Got it. Okay. So my inclination, what would be a chalk play, I think, would be we are going to see the Cardinals act under Bill DeWitt and John Mazzeo like, like we've never seen them act before in October, November, December, and January. That is what I think would happen. However, there have been a couple of off-seasons over the last four years. One was 2019 into 2020, and one was this past off-season where I would have, and I was actually wagering with the Plowhawk on TMA, certain that they were going to be aggressive. And then they weren't. So, logically, I assume that they are going to be aggressive. We saw Aaron Nola have a great outing last night. Blake Snell's pitching tonight. Uh, if you want to watch baseball, it might be good to watch those guys because they will be big factors, I think, in the Cardinal offseason. I would okay. imagine they will be in the mix for one of, if not uh, both of them. Not that I think they would sign both, but I, they could be interested in both of them. Uh, by the way, Michael Waka dealt again last night. Michael Waka's having a hell of a season. Right? Yeah, I mean, I know he was on the IL, but he came off the IL last night and dealt. I mean, I, 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 I thought he was done. Yeah. I really thought he was done. So, with that said, my expectation is that they will not view it as an outlier and that they know they have to change because they are seeing impact at, at, at attendance. And that does have a material impact. Now, people may have already paid for the tickets, but concessions... Big part, merchandise. And yeah. merchandise is a real line item. Oh, yeah. In, a, in, a, in an organization, any organization's financial picture. So my expectation is a lot of money is off the books, a lot of money will be coming off the books, that they will be doing something we have not seen in Bill DeWitt slash John Mazalock's time with the Cardinals. But I just have to, it's fool me once, fool me twice. Now we're talking fool me thrice. I still cannot imagine but if you would have told me last year they would have signed Wilson Contreras to the deal they signed him to and then not signed a pitcher, and that would have been all they did, I would have gone, no way. And, and, and in particular, after John Mazalak went out and met with Nolan Arnado and he didn't opt out, and then Mazalak later said that the Cardinals were going to increase payroll. I mean, all of that just does not compute. It does not equate. I think, though, I think this has been so bad, and in a way it might be so good that it's been so bad because it forces them to change what they've been doing. Because really, since 2015, have you really felt like the Cardinals were a team that could win the World Series? And I know, I mean, 2022 certainly could have, in my mind, offensively. I I remember I filled in with Anthony Stalter and Marshy Marsh on the fast lane. And I'm like, yeah, I want them to win, but I kind of worry about what it's going to be like when they face Nolan Wheeler with the offense. you got a couple guys who can hit, and then a bunch of guys who you'd think would, but won't much less getting into the pitching situation. It certainly wasn't pitching that cost the Cardinals that series, minus the Helsley inning. So with that all established, it may be a good big-picture thing that this year happened because you can't go, well, we got in the playoffs but didn't really have a championship opportunity. The thing is, is when they won the two world championships, I'm sure most people would have said going into those Octobers, certainly going into those Septembers, that those weren't world championship teams. But this has been so bad that I think it forces them to remedy it. Therefore, that's my expectation. I just, in the back of my mind, keep going, God, 
I thought it was an obvious thing that they had to go out and get offense and after the 2019 loss to the Nationals and it was an obvious thing they had to go out and tend to the team as a whole last year and they prioritize catcher. I just, for the, I still don't get that. I, I know, I, I mean, it's it's effing nine months old here, but I'm just like, why? Like, I get it. If, like, you lost, if like, Paul, Paul Goldschmidt at 32, you lost him, let's right. say. I get that. Right. This is a catcher. Like, with the exception of a handful of players, it's just kind of a position where you have a guy manage a game and hit, like, 210 and wobble the first base. Right. Yeah, it's like a tight end. Well, of fancy. You're not going to replace Yadier Molina, right? Don't worry about it. And it's such a, it was such a, ah, so that was that was misguided. Much less the Contreras thing. Anyway, well, you had another question in there. What else do we have here? What's going on? What's, what's, also, what's your problem? Well, what's your the, deal? The other thing, and I, I, I think the front office is looking in the mirror, and it's like, do we change the way we do it, or do we stick to what we've done? Have to, it's got to be the former. It's just got to be. I just can't imagine it won't be. I can't imagine. I can't imagine like oh, this was an outlier. I just can't imagine. Does the trade deadline give you? pause one way or the other about the direction they're going to go in the offseason. The only thing about the trade deadline that I really disagree with, but again, anytime I talk about it, it's not really a fair conversation because if Paul Goldschmidt said, I'm not going anywhere, I would have traded Paul Goldschmidt. Like, insta-ship, I trade Paul Goldschmidt. I don't think twice about trading Paul. It's nothing against Paul. How can you not like Paul Goldschmidt? I mean, he's just a baseball guy in a baseball town who's the defending MVP. But he's also 36 in two weeks and on his last year of the contract. But if Goldschmidt said, I don't want to go anywhere and I wouldn't mind finishing my career here and we'll work out an extension. I don't like that, but you can't trade him if he isn't going anywhere. If he isn't waiving his no trade clause. That's what I would have really liked to have seen them do. Uh, I mean, look at... You know, the Reds are one of these teams now that's got, I feel like every week there's like a new big time prospect coming up. Well, a lot of those have come from their deals just last year. It can come around quickly. I know Rom didn't have a good start last night, but, you know, he was acquired three weeks ago and now he's pitching in the major leagues. I realize it didn't go well. It's one start. Point being, you can quickly turn prospects into major leaguers. Uh, the days of just waiting and waiting and waiting, I think, are, are, are in the past for most organizations. Uh, you had other questions on that one, Jackson. Uh, in, in terms of the first question I asked, yes. uh, I also talked about the impending Diamond Sports situation. When do you think, if that does come to fruition, where they will lose out on a major part of their revenue, when do you think fans would start feeling the effects of it, or have they already started to feel oh, the effects I think, of it? I think, I think that started a couple years ago. Really? Oh, sure. Because I think for a number of people, like I'm a YouTube TV guy who mm-hmm. also then subscribes to Spectrum so I can watch the Blues and Cardinals, but I just love the YouTube TV interface. Totally wasting money. But uh, that I think already people are going, oh, it's such a pain in the ass to watch Cardinal games. Uh, I would imagine they are well down the road on a variety of options for how they'll distribute. The issue is, it's not the distribution. The issue is, if the organization three years ago was projecting 2024's revenues and including $60 million, and that was an escalator, so it might have been $65 million for 2024, and now you go, well, now we can fix th- that fans will be able to watch the games and there won't be blackouts, but we're not going to make 60 or $65 million. Maybe we're going to make, I don't know, I'm just throwing out numbers. We're going to make 40. Well, that counts. Right. That's the difference between getting a player you're paying $25 million a year yeah. and not. Yeah, it's Jordan Montgomery, essentially. That, that counts. Yeah. That counts. And I don't subscribe to, nor do I think many people in business would, well, Bill DeWitt's a billionaire, so he's suspended anyway. That isn't the way billionaires think. They wouldn't be billionaires then. They would be 
you know, running up tabs of debt and more on the MC Hammer plan. So this is something that is material. I don't know what the solution is. I certainly think they can create their own network. I don't know if they're uh, risk averse to to take that on. They could also sign up with somebody else for a distribution plan, but are they going to be getting $60 million? So it's a, it's a real thing for fans because it impacts the way the team goes about doing business. Uh, another question in that one, or are we moving to question two? I apologize. We can move to question two, okay. and I think it leads in perfectly to Taylor Twelman. We have both agreed that the MLS is a stock that you should buy. What do you think is the next step for the MLS to take in order to get to that next level, getting messy along with some other, uh, you know, mid-aughts to late to early teens of 2010s? Barca Legends is a great way to increase viewership, but that has a shelf life. These guys aren't necessarily spring chickens. What do you think will be a factor or what will be the factor that will either further the ascension of the MLS or bring them back down to earth? Uh, I think one of the greatest things that could happen would be what we've already seen, and that is Messi not only arrive, but have the success, the impact. He's at. There is no team uh, in MLS with fewer points than Miami, which just won the League's Cup. Yeah. Now, I realize different organizations approach the League's Cup differently. Certainly, Certainly. City didn't go all in on it. No. But to see that success... What brought the NBA from, I mean, I don't even know what you would call it in the 1970s, to what it became in the 1980s? Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. 100%. What brought the NHL from whatever it would have been considered in the 1970s to what became the 1980s? Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, nicely done. And uh, Mario Lemieux. Uh, Stars. Star power. Right. And so if you can't have a star power, certainly in perhaps the seventh or eighth inning of his career in Messi, if that team can go on a run, I'm anxious, I'm anxious to hear what Taylor thinks about this because he was, he was on the call, wasn't he? I watched the... the of the, the League's Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, in, in Nashville and Miami. They're, I think, 13 points back, I think, they're, from the ninth spot. I mean, they're way back. Oh, yeah. If they could get in, if they could go on a run, I mean, wouldn't the greatest thing ever be if City played Miami... I think there's for the a, whole shooting match. If that happened, man, that would be the greatest. Like you couldn't imagine, you couldn't create a better season for City's opening oh season. Oh my god, much Maybe. less, much less MLS. Right. Yeah. That's what gets people to pay attention. Yeah. I, I if if Messi weren't playing in the final game of the League's Cup, there's no way in the world on whatever morning I did, Sunday or Monday morning, that I open up my Apple TV app and go, oh, I want to see the highlights of this. Right. You know what I mean? No, yeah, like if we're Nashville against, uh, you know, whomever. Charlotte, yeah. I'm just, okay, whatever, who cares? I don't know. I remember City played, you know, Club America and Columbus Crew, whatever. Don't care. And that's what brings people... It's the same thing with the, what happened to the PGA Tour, Tiger Woods. Tiger's not in the mix, not watching. That's what you need. It's star power. So there's your answer. You need more of those guys. And younger. I would say young. Sure. Like but this was big. You needed a gateway. Yeah. And this 100%. was the gateway. 100%. And, and, and listen, there have been other guys before him. Don't get me wrong. But he's having an immediate impact in perhaps the right market. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Miami. And, right. That's a huge part. Beckham owns it. Now Beckham was the first one. Right. Zlatan was a huge guy. But 
this is like Messi is like people worship at the feet of Messi. Like and this he's is having this immediate impact. And here's a team that was just terrible, awful. Like we saw him play here. Right, they were terrible right before he joined them. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about this with Taylor. Well, uh, he's going to join us. Brought to you by Together Credit Union. Second half of the Little Piddles Angry Beaver half and half as well. Here in the second half of Balloon Party, driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, and 101 ESPN. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. We're heading down to the pitch to talk soccer and City SC with Taylor Twelman. Talking with Twelman on 101 ESPN. Is presented by the City SC debit card exclusively at Together Credit Union. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you, and we are grateful for Together Credit Union, sponsoring Taylor Twelman every Tuesday here on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. Taylor, good morning. Hey, buddy. How are you? I am good. I got so much for you. All right. You were on the uh, Leagues Cup call on uh, on Saturday night. Phenomenal game. Uh, your reaction to what we saw as Miami continues this ridiculous run with Messi? Well, it's Tuesday morning at 1030 uh, Central Time, and I still kind of don't have my voice, Tim. So wow. that tells you exactly how that game went. Uh it was epic. It's one of those that we'll remember about for 20, 30 years down the road, mainly because Messi became the most decorated player in the history of the game, 44 trophies. And I think it says a lot that the trophy was in Major League Soccer, was in North America, was in the United States. The fact that when people tell the story of Lionel Messi, they'll tell the story of the 44th trophy that he won was with the last place team, Inter Miami, in the yeah. regular season, winning six of seven games to, to hoist that trophy. Uh, remarkable story. I was I was wondering this with Jackson before uh, you you came on with us. If how you view their short term future, and by short term future, are there their twelve remaining games? I'm talking about Inter Miami, and what their prospects are for getting back in the thick of things. They trail uh, Chicago by, what do we got, 14 points uh, for the ninth spot in the Eastern Conference. How do you handicap it? I mean, they're on a heater right now. You you would know. What do you think? Yeah, honestly, I don't I, I don't know if they care about the playoffs, Tim. And I, I it, let me rephrase that. They care. But it's not a priority now because they play in the Open Cup semifinal tomorrow night right. at Cincinnati. They win that, they're in the final. They can win two trophies before even playing their third MLS game with Lionel Messi there. So I, he, they're already in CONCACAF Champions Cup, which is this continent's version of Champions mm-hmm. League. They've already won one trophy. they won this, got to get 26 points at a minimum. If they get 26 points, then they got a shot of getting in the playoffs. And to be honest with you, if they do get in the playoffs, I don't want to play them. Right, that's why I'm You're saying. You're not going to want to play them. Right, but Tim, you got to remember, World Cup qualifiers start for all 
on September 6th. So he will, he being Messi, will play 36 games in 11 weeks. No way. Yeah. There's no way. So so you hit the heater now, you win the trophy, you get into CONCACAF Champions Cup. They've already succeeded, and I'm on the record, and I'll stay on the record. I still judge this operation until January 1st, 2024, when they have their full allotment of money. They've got a preseason. But, dear God, I don't want to play this juggernaut right now. It is uh, something to behold what they're doing. It's a team we saw here in St. Louis about a month ago, and it is a totally, totally different operation. Let's talk about what we saw in St. Louis uh, a couple of nights ago. The team that City beat to start its career. Uh, we got to see them here at home in St. Louis on Sunday night, and that is Austin FC. And, my goodness, six goals. Now, I was texting with a friend of mine who uh, is a soccer guy through and through and he goes I'll be curious what Taylor thinks of that game because I'm sure fans who might have just glanced at it would go six to three what a clinic but he thought defensively there were some things left to be desired even in a game in which they dominated so I'm curious on your perspective on the performance on Sunday yeah I mean your buddy's a smart guy so uh listen I don't want to be a wet blanket. Six goals is six goals, Tim. So that in and of itself, this team has surpassed any expectation I had them in the attacking end. They're scoring a ton of goals. I think uh, Dinneran's first goal at the outside of the left foot, one of the best goals you've ever seen. Yeah, that was sick. However, however, and I'm an analytics guy, and I like to look at some of the numbers, Berkey made three saves where his expected goals against was 2.87. He stopped three goals. Wow. The final score was 6-3. So, Tim, when you really look at it, they're giving up way too many chances. I said this to you when they lost in the League's Cup to Club America. The back line that we saw against Austin to start the game, not good enough for me. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be good enough when LAFC all of a sudden are breathing down your neck. They've got to find a way. Tim Parker will tell you that. Roman Berkey will tell you that. Any of the MLS veterans or or veterans of any kind will tell you, yeah, great, we scored six goals. We gave up three, and our goalkeeper had to make two of them with his face. (laughs) Like, Tim, in 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 all seriousness, six goals is awesome. But I'll tell you right now, if I'm Bradley Carnell, I'm looking at that going, wait a minute here, hold on. We, 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 can't, we can't be prisoner of the moment. We can't give up that many chances because our goalkeeper at some point is not going to make the save. And then guess what? You win that game or tie that game 6-6. Yeah, which would be brutal to not win a game where you score six goals. That's what, that's what he said. He goes, uh, I said, what do you think of the game last night? And he said, outside of the overall great finishing, that without Berkey, they could have lost. Defensively, very poor. And then that brings us into what you were talking about, uh, the back line, and then also how things and how things need to change. Uh, Klaus, uh, it has started uh, working out again. Um, any insight on to A, what the prognosis is for return, and B, how he is able to play once he does return and how important it is. Well, listen, Klaus was very good in the first four or five games. Uh, I think it's unbelievable on August 22nd that you're asking me about Klaus still returning and barely returning. I, I, that, that injury in and of itself sounds like one of the more complicated issues I've ever seen with a quad injury. Now, in saying that, 
it's been a great issue for Bradley Carnell because he's now had Joaquini, Adinarin, other players step up in that. So now Zhao Klaus has to come back in. He's got to earn that position. So it's a great problem for Bradley Carnell. I'm less worried about Klaus returning than Nielsen. What do you get from him at the center back position? They've got to figure out the back line. Uh, Club America ran right through them. Austin could have scored five or six goals. That, to me, Tim, is a way bigger concern than Zhao Klaus and his health because Joe Keeney, Dinneran, Bradley Carnell with the system, Torrenson's coming back. Like You've got some options here. They're still scoring a ton of goals, man, without Klaus. They're just having a very difficult time keeping them away from Berkey. I think that's a bigger concern. And uh, I've got a bunch of people texting in here as we're talking. Taylor asking about Nelson and, and his impact on uh, on his return and, and what we could see there. What are your thoughts on, on the importance there? I mean, it's a Bundesliga caliber player. So anytime you can get a Bundesliga caliber player, look at Edmund Leuven. Um, you, you got Nielsen coming back now. You've got to be very pragmatic and understanding what's going on here. This is a real knee injury. This wasn't a six-week meniscus scope that all of a sudden, no, there's ACLs there. So he's got to gradually get into it. However, I've told you this, if you get him fit before the playoffs, you just signed a designated player caliber player. So they've got to get Nielsen to be the center back partner next to Parker. They've got to find a way. But you can't do it in this system, play him five straight games, 90 minutes, everything, you know, throwing caution to the wind. He's going to pull a hamstring. He's he's gradually got himself to match fitness. But I would play him this weekend and then see where he is. Don't play him on the 30th. Just don't grind him away, but play him into getting fit right before the playoffs. And then you got yourself a borderline DP caliber center back, which very few teams in this league can say they have. Final question for you. When you look at the standings and you see how things sit right now, 44 points and then LAFC, you mentioned the charge that they could put on at 37, Real Salt Lake at 37, and then Seattle, the final opponent on the regular season schedule at 36. We've talked about the goal should be hosting a playoff game. Uh, When I see a seven-point gap, I start to dream big, but maybe I'm getting out ahead of myself. How do you see it at this moment now with, what, 75% approximately, uh, shy of 75% of the schedule complete? Now, keep in mind, Tim, right? It's a seven-point lead, absolutely, but it's one game game more played than LAFC. LAFC, correct. So, right, so LAFC had their game postponed due to the hurricane and weather situation. Say it's a four-point lead. On my podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Offside, this week I released it. I think LAFC challenges them. I think LAFC win the West. I've said that from the beginning. I'm staying there. They've, St. Louis City have four games left at home. They've got to win all four. Mm. If they win all four, then, Tim, on this show, I'll raise my hand and say I got it wrong. But I'm with you. I'm of the mindset no, you can miss me with just hosting a playoff game. Give me number one seed. Give me City Park in November. That environment, which was insane that Sunday yeah. night. You tell me the opposition wants to go play there in the fall in winter weather to win MLS Cup. Good luck trying to beat St. Louis City there. If I'm Lutz Spahnenstiel, if I'm Carolyn, if I'm Bradley Carnell, 
unequivocally, they better be number one seed because they have got it right in their grasp. I just think LAFC is going to be too tough to keep away, mainly because St. Louis is playing on the road. Yeah. Tim, there's only four home games left yeah. the rest of the year, but Yeah, yeah. That has been so advantageous for them. So 10 games remaining, four of them at home. LAFC uh, did have that game move because of the hurricane, so they have 11 to go. That is how things look in the Western Conference. It's a wonderful thing, though, that here we are at the end of August and we're talking about these possibilities now. See if they can go out and close the deal. Every Tuesday, Taylor Twelman with us. Brought to you by Together Credit Union. Taylor, always enjoy the conversation, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem, dude. Be good. Take it easy, man. That's Taylor Twelman with us here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Can you imagine that in November? Oh. I mean, Missouri's undefeated and hosting Tennessee. Yes, 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 yes. Cities hosting playoff games. Yeah, yeah. F-boy. The Blues and WPG, which has changed its name from the Winnipeg Jets to the wins-per-game Jets. Come to town. Be a good idea. Yeah, it would uh-huh. be. It would be. It would endear themselves to the people of Manitoba. Boy, if, if the Tigers are undefeated come that time, that means they went between the hedges and came out victorious. That's right. That's right. They, they, they beat that Southern debutante, Brian Kelly, even though he's from New England. Right. All of those things have happened. That's right, Jackson. Uh, yeah, we're a, dreaming in this studio today. That's what we're doing. We're dreaming. On top of the extension? I don't know if I can. Oh, my God. So much. It's just so much. That's why I said this needs to be a seven-hour show today. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to give away these tickets coming up in the final segment. 101 ESPN has your chance to win a pair of lawn tickets to see Shinedown with special guest Papa Roach next Sunday night. September 3rd at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Text in to score free tickets to Shine Down now at 314-399-9646. You can also find a bonus chance at winning free tickets for the show right now on the 101 mobile app. Get all the details at 101ESPN.com. That is coming your way in the final segment. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Final segment of Balloon Party for today. What a jubilee. Fun to see the Rockettes come in from Manhattan to yeah. be here for the celebration. Jackson, also we're giving away tickets to Shinedown, and, and you have decided on the winner. Uh, what do we have? Yeah, I feel like on this celebration segment or honestly celebration theme of today's show mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, I picked this mm-hmm. text from Andrew. Andrew. Is this Andrew Marsh? No, it's not Marshy Marsh. Um, who's taking some BP at Bush Stadium yesterday. Oh, is he raking? Yeah, I think uh, he's getting ready to play left field or catcher for the Cardinals oh, next season. Oh, that's breaking news. Feel right. like we buried the lead. Yay. So excited. I have to change stations for another year for a full hour. Congratulations. You're going to see Shine Down. Yeah. You earned it. You earned it. On this celebration. You earned it, Andrew. So this little uh, fun fact here. This is a tweet from Chris Lowe, ESPN. Uh, Visiting with Brian Kelly today. It's obvious he likes the talent of his LSU team. But do the Tigers have the traits it takes to win titles? Quote, you got to have some incredible grit. You got to go to Columbia, Missouri, like Georgia did last year, play like S, and then find a way to win. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Right he's there. overlooking October 7th, is what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. You can't overlook. You got to come to Columbia and you got to take down the Tigers. And it's not going to be easy, especially when you're, you're dancing with recruits. I'm already, that's exactly right, <laughs> grinding on them, really. It looked <laughs> like me at prom. Here is what I'm telling you, Brian Kelly the Missouri Tigers will be wearing gold pants that night. Ooh. Can we enter in early uh, guesses on the uniforms? Yeah, I'm parlaying. 
Clear eyes, gold pants, can't lose. Think about that. Clear eyes, gold pants, can't lose. Here's the problem with that. What? LSU wears gold pants. Gold on gold. No, they won't do that. They'll go blackout. It's going to be a blackout against LSU. Well, then that means LSU is going to win, and that sucks to hear. <laughs> if I had to wager on it right now, I've put 90% of the bankroll Home on. team determines the uniforms. LSU, you can wear all white if you'd like. They only have the one uniform. No, they'll diversify, not as much as Missouri. I, I really don't. I, or the I'm Diamondbacks. Trying, I'm trying to think of when LSU has worn a different uniform than that white jersey, gold pant, and the yellow helmet. All right. Like, I think that they wear that exclusively. Sometimes they'll wear purple jerseys and white pants. I, I, I know that they have before, but right. I can't remember it. Like, I can't, I'm trying to picture in my head pictures. Happened, but you can't remember it. I feel like that's contradictory. Not in the past 10 years. I feel like they've it's only good, worn it. You that. know what? It's good for you that you're going to Las Vegas for the next three shows. Just to get some, some yeah, R&R. You need, some, you need R&R. some time in the spa. Yeah, Lord knows. I need more, what I need is more time off. <laughs> I, am, I am just flooded with it. Yeah, uh, I would agree. I just, I, I'm trying to picture in my head them wearing anything else, and I can't. Clear eyes. Gold pants can't lose. Gold pants aren't it for Missouri. I, I don't know if we differ more on a topic than Missouri's uniforms. I don't know if we differ more. But you like when they dress up like the bumblebees? Uh, the bumblebees I'm out on, and the anthracite I'm super out on. Luckily, they've kind of retired that. But, you know, like the Stormtrooper look, I think is outstanding. I'm fine with that. Okay. I like the blackout. I think it looks great. I like black jersey on white pants. I just don't like black jersey on gold pant. I don't think it looks good. Well, ask Chase Daniel if it worked. Ask Jamie Macklin. I mean, I know it, it It was effective when they had them. Ask Doriel Green Beckham. But that was like back in the day where they actually wore gold. It's now transitioned to a certainly a yellow. And yellow pants don't work as well. It used to be like an actual gold pant. Clear eyes, gold pants. Right. Can't lose. Now you've Cardinals convinced me. Cardinals haven't worn caps on the road. We agree on this one. And I, I still don't know. Like, I really want to do an interview with Bill DeWitt. And, and and after the season, like yeah. I'm like I'm coming out of retirement, so to speak, <laughs> and it's going to be awkward when I spend a lot of time on their hats on right. the road and like borderline so dressing I might, down. I might do that kind of like as the squirrel on water skis at the end of the newscast because I feel like if I lead with that, it might might really diminish the credibility of the ensuing questions. I assume we've got to go. It might be yes, oh, it is. We do. I didn't go. even think about yeah, that. I was just kind of leaning into my well, Navy cap talk. We need seven hours today. So. I agree. Uh, BK and Ferrari are up next. Reaction Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, brought to you by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton and Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. Uh, Jackson, enjoy Las Vegas. You're a Will prince. do, man. All right, yeah. see you. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.